party people. Welcome to this episode of Physics Party. Alright guys, yeah, another great episode in store for you guys today. Unfortunately, like last episode, um, Swaraj, the studious boy that he is, can't join us today because he is taking the AP Physics 2 exam, which is, which, will, which is about to happen in about, say, 20-30 minutes from now. Um, instead, we got our main boy, good friend of mine, Hayden. Say what's up to the crowd. Hey, my name is Hayden. I'm also a physics student who is not taking AP exam. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Fun fun fact, Hayden and I have known each other since kindergarten, kindergarten in elementary wow. school. We have the same kindergarten teacher. Yes. How does it feel to start together and end together? I think it's really... It's it's pretty... It's tear-jerking. Yeah, it's, it's, it really is like everything's like coming full circle, you know. It's pretty... Pretty exciting, and I'm glad to have you know spent my high school career, my whole education with Hayden. Really great dude. You know everyone wow, just that's really, hit him up. I'm getting emotional. That's really beautiful. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know I can see the tears rolling down your eyes right now. That's sarcasm for all the view for all the listeners who can't understand. She's re- she's really like not crying. I just don't know what to do anymore. She lied. She fake. <laughs> all right. Anyways. Wow, it's one of our last physics classes. Yeah, it's, last you know, podcast. Right? This is not, a very teary podcast, but um, this is not the last yeah. podcast. Yeah, it won't be yet. the last one. It's not the last one yet. Don't get your don't get teary don't get your, uh, don't, don't get your hopes up. Trust me, we're, we're, we're you're getting my hopes down. If you're saying yeah, yeah, or don't don't get too excited. Anyways, so, something we were just talking about. So yeah, something we were just talking about. So. Yeah, but as Sierra should have said, fishing. Hayden over here is a fisherman. He's not a part of the Coppell Fishing Club, unfortunately, but he is a fisherman nonetheless. So Hayden, really tell us about the fishing. You know, what type of fish you like to like go for and like the sport of fishing. Yeah. Right? Well, the, probably the main reason I'm not in the fishing club here at school is because I, I mostly fly fish. There's a difference between fly fishing and conventional fishing. Okay, the rods are longer. The casting style is much different. And the lures that you use are much different than conventional fishing. It's, it's more of an uh, art thing. Okay? And so Nathan was, um, Nathan was talking about how he believes that fishing is mostly luck. I do believe fishing is luck. Well, see, there, there is a degree of luck to it. But there's actually a whole lot more of um, skill in like analyzing patterns than you would think. Pattern, really? You have to re- you okay. have to grind it out. <laughs> grind it out. If you're if you're going to be a professional tournament fisherman, you have to know how to like grind it out in the way. There's a thing called pre-fishing. What does grinding it out mean? Well, okay, so like. <laughs> well, let him finish. Let him finish. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. pre-fishing. Okay, so pre-fishing. So pre-fishing is when professional fishermen will go fish the lake before the tournament, so they can they can figure out the patterns and what the fish like, where to go and what colors to use, all these little minute details. And that's that's part of grinding it out because you have to put a lot of work, time, there's a lot of patience that goes into it because you do it for a long time. Like literally you will be out there from 6 a.m. on the water to like 3 or 4 p.m. Wow. Wow. Is fishing a very, could it be a lucrative like job? Um, yes, actually, my my friend Callan Cameron, who's in the fishing team at the school, wants to be a professional uh, tournament fisherman for bass, and it actually can be. Some of them can make like uh, Kevin Van Dam, who is a very he's a, he's the most popular professional fisherman, probably arguably most the most successful. Uh, can have a salary of 100k or more. Wow, off fishing, mm-hmm. very lucrative. Off fishing. Because 
not you don't get money just from the tournaments, but you do you make deals with sponsorships mm-hmm. and you start making your own like you can you can start up your own lure companies and people will buy it because they see you're a successful fisherman and so they want to use what you use. Yeah. And Sierra over here was mocking the hundred K. I wasn't mocking it. You were, that what, is you, you were like, wow, 100K, wow. I wasn't mocking it. That's actually a lot. I said, right. I, said I, like, I, I think he makes at least 100K. Okay. Okay. It, could, it could be more. That's just, a, that's just an estimate. And honestly, from fishing, that's actually pretty, like, really good. Just through fishing in general. Maybe I'm really putting this down a lot, but... So I how really, like, how, what would the typical day of a, you know, lucrative fisherman look like? So... So okay, um, so they kind of have to stay. They 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 can be at home, like away from home, for long periods of time for tournaments. So sometimes they don't always get to see their family all the time. But uh, they because they're they're grinding it out on the lake doing tournaments and stuff. So like like again like pre fishing that takes a lot of work and also, um, so if there's like a tournament, um, though yeah they'll be pre fishing. But also when they're not tournaments, they'll be doing like. You know whatever kind of stuff they need to do with whatever sponsorships and their companies that they have, and trying to design like new lures and stuff like that, marketing basically. Also, is it a seasonal job or no? Um, see, that's a good question. I think I'll, I don't actually professionally fish, but um, I do know a good deal about this. My friend who's uh, a wants to be a professional fisherman. He does professional high school tournaments. So he his season started like it it can be year round. It, his season started like this year I guess with the, the his official season with the school started in the fall and it is um ending I don't know if it's ended yet but I know it ends in the spring like late spring so, so it's pretty much full school year. Yeah and you can get tournaments you can get like like if you you can get out of school tournaments in the summer and stuff like that on your own and those can be profitable as well and you can also do ask school tournaments during like during school if you want to do that too if you're really feeling it Hayden I think you recall telling me you're going to UT Austin right correct will you be continuing your fishing there oh for sure I'm bringing, I'm bringing probably a good I'd say I might leave like one rod at home maybe my least favorite um, so I see I have do they have names Oh, by oh, sorry guys. If you guys didn't know, Ryan Brown, uh, one of our friends, yeah, chat. has entered the chat. <laughs> I've arrived from uh, from Crushing's class over over next door. <laughs> okay, so yeah, continue on. Sorry to interrupt. So Ryan asks if my rods have names. Um, actually, I don't. I haven't named them. I just I just keep the manufacturer. <laughs> so one of them is called the Clouser. Okay, I just call it called the Clouser. One of them that my friend actually broke was a nice rod. It was called the Mangrove. Did you make him pay for it? Uh, I said I'd cover half. I was wow. being nice. Wow. And um, and then I have another one. It's called the. It's it's a CGR fiberglass rod oh, from Cabela's. So you can just call it CGR. Was that expensive? That one was less expensive, but it's still uh, nonetheless a nice rod. It was really high quality. Yes, it is. Oh, wow, it's okay. very nice action to it. <laughs> All right. Have you scouted out like some lakes in, in Austin and stuff that you want to um, hit up? Actually, I haven't seen. I, they have the nice Colorado River that runs through Austin. Yeah. I really want to fish that, but also, and they have some nice lakes nearby. But due to the fact I won't be bringing a vehicle to <laughs> to college, I'm going to stay pretty local. So there's a nice, there's a very nice creek that runs through campus, and I've scouted it out. <laughs> and it does have uh, decent populations of somewhat sizable fish. How far is it from campus? It goes through campus. Oh, it goes through. It? Yeah, wow, it's bad. called. Um, I forgot the name of it, but it's a nice creek. I think a lot of students uh, miss it actually 
Yeah, you know, just going to cat class no, and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it actually goes through it. It's a very, it's a very pretty really? clear water. You see the passion behind it. <laughs> yes. I always wondered, when you go fishing, is it, is there like, there's obviously some places that like, aren't a lot, you're not allowed to fish at, right? Uh, yes. Like, how would you know, like, if you could fish there or not? You just have to just go in blind thinking <clears throat> that So I'll just okay. expose myself over here. Sometimes <laughs> I'm a little bit more of a rebellious fisherman. Oh, so, I like um, that. I will, there's I can, a lot of viewers, so we can. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, a lot, well, a lot of you. Information's already out there. So um, I will tend to disregard uh, signs and stuff like that. And um, if I get kicked out, I get kicked out. You know, I just get yelled at. Usually, I've never had anyone try to threaten to find me or anything. It's usually just like a new trespassing sign. And I'll just walk by it, get a fish. And then um, it's usually fine. Most of the time, people don't do anything. So it's usually, it's usually, I'm not like, you know, trying to promote it or anything, but, you know, you, you can. Don't you can, try this at home. Yeah, yeah don't try this at home, home, but usually your chances are pretty good. <laughs> wow, that's pretty Sounds cool. awfully tempting. <laughs> All right, what's the coolest place you fished? The coolest place I fished is in um, Florida, and the, uh, I went to the Florida Keys with wow. my family, and so I started uh, fishing there. It was, it's, it's totally different over there. It's salt water, totally different fish, totally different ecosystem so you have to like completely change what you use you have to change even like what rod you use what line you use what kind of hooks you use and of course what flies you use and and um, but you have to like really see you have to really uh, like saltwater fishing is arguably more difficult than freshwater fishing at times so you really have to kind of have some practice with it but also if, if the fish are on and like there's a school fish running through oh it's it's, it's on it's you'll on get, you'll get you'll hook up with some nice fish wow. oh well wow he didn't think thank you for helping us fish to success or fishing for success nonetheless and no problem, but I will yeah. just say this once again. Don't try trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do not promote this. We are just talking about our life experiences, yes. guys. So thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out, guys.